I'm like seriously not okay. Hello my pretty bitches, this is the I'm Not Okay podcast, a podcast that is mental health based, but it's full of random shit. Uh, I still don't have like a set like intro or whatever, I guess, for this podcast, so um, I kind of know approximately what I say, but it the words are never the same. So, we'll just have to deal with that. Anyways, uh, this is my second episode that I'm recording today. Um, I recorded episode two, um, which is the anxiety and meditation episode uh, that is going out in two days. So, I don't have a lot of time to edit that one but I'm kind of procrastinating by uh, recording this one and I feel like it's okay because I'm still working on the podcast. I'm just not doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now. So I guess uh, either tonight and probably tomorrow as well will be a full day of editing, I guess. Um, But welcome to episode three of the I'm Not Okay podcast. Um, Before we jump into today's topic, I would actually like to point out that I wish that you guys could see me right now. Um, Again, I am only doing, uh, I'm doing audio only podcast episodes right now because I don't have a proper camera to record myself on. Um, I believe I explained all of that in the welcome episode, but, um, yeah, that's, I, I look so good right now. Um, in last week's episode, it feels so weird saying that because it's not even out yet. Um, I haven't even, if you heard that, that is, that was my cat being scared by my dog. Um, it was, it was kind of funny. Um, anyways, um, I don't, I'm having a brain fart moment and I don't even know what I was talking about. Oh yeah, in last week's episode, I was, like, I mentioned how I was going through a breakup, or I obviously still am since it's the same day. Um, but I have been looking like shit lately. Um, I haven't been taking care of myself. I, this is gonna sound gross, but I haven't, I hadn't showered in I don't know how long. Um, and I just felt super gross. And I know for at least the last few days, I've been really, really wanting to wash my hair, at least, because it was super, super greasy, um, because I think it, I think it had been at, like, almost two weeks or something since I last washed my hair, and it just felt really gross, and I hated the way that it looked, so today I finally had the motivation to do that, and on top of taking a long shower, washing my hair, washing my body, uh, I shaved, um, 
even though it's not like anyone's gonna see like my leg hair or anything um I still shave to make me feel good and I even like I put on a whole face of makeup which I literally never do not even for photo shoots um I for photo shoots I usually just do my everyday makeup um because you can't really tell necessarily like in the pictures half the time I usually smooth out my face anyways because I do have acne that I don't like um but yeah no I did a whole face of makeup um which is really really weird I also found out that my foundation shade is super fucking light but I also bought my foundation uh when I was paler than I am now it was before summer, so I didn't have the chance to tan, and I honestly didn't think that I tanned at all, because, um, I haven't been outside much, like, throughout the summer. I stayed inside most of the time, especially since I used to work from home, and then I lived in an apartment, uh, that I couldn't even get into unless my boyfriend had the keys with him and could let me in so and my boyfriend was at well my ex-boyfriend um was at work like almost all the time so I was never really able to go out so I didn't get much sun and I felt super super pale which is really weird because I usually get super tan during the summer but I found out that I'm definitely not as pale as I think I am because that foundation shade used to match me perfectly and I tried it on today and it was super super light and I have two different shades of concealer um it's the same brand but it's just two different shades I bought a, a super light one because in the bottle it looked perfect but it ended up being way too light for me at that time so I ended up having to buy a slightly darker one and the concealer that I usually used which was the darker one was actually darker than my foundation so after I put my foundation on I ended up putting con my darker concealer over like the non-highlighted parts of my face and I almost used my concealer as a foundation. Um, it helped darken my skin up a little bit more because I did kind of look like a ghost. And then I used um, my lighter concealer for my under eyes and all that, blemishes. And that was really weird. Um, although I could have fixed it, um, I do have darker foundations um because for some reason I can never get the right shade um this foundation that I used today was actually from Sephora um uh, first time buying foundation from Sephora and I got matched uh by an employee so that's why that one fit me well at the time that I bought it but um all the other ones I always bought from the drugstore and I just kind of had to guess and for some reason uh, it was almost always too dark for me. 
Uh, so I always had to, uh, try and lighten it up with concealer. And I probably, I could have made this foundation a bit darker by mixing it with one of the ones that are too dark for me. But, um, I had already put that foundation over almost my entire face before I realized it was too light. I only realized that it was too light after it was completely blended in. So, that was my mistake of the day. But, uh, yeah. I literally, I did my makeup so that I wouldn't cry today. Which, it definitely worked. Not gonna lie, it worked. Because I didn't want to ruin my makeup that I spent a long time working on. Um, and I feel really pretty. So, that's why I wish that you guys would be able to see me right now. And I had the proper equipment to record um, the video part of the podcast. But I can't do that right now. Hopefully one day. But it is definitely not a now thing. Um, also, I thought I was only going to record one episode today. Because um, by the time that I finished the anxiety and meditation podcast recording my uh my family got home uh so I thought that I was just gonna be done for the day and maybe start editing but um my mom left and she is going to spend the night at her boyfriend's house before uh, the whole lockdown thing happens, uh, which, yeah, that's gonna be great, um, there's gonna be a whole lockdown, uh, in my city, and a few other cities in the same province, but, um, there's only, like, three other, actually, no, we, we divided the province by zones, and it, there are three zones, out of, I believe, like, six that are going into lockdown, and my zone is going into lockdown, but schools will still be open, and my mom is, uh, an essential worker, so she will still be going to work, and my sister will still be going to school, especially since my sister is fully vaxxed. Oh my god. Um, but yeah. So, I'm going to be home alone still, and I'm going to be even more bored because we'll be in lockdown, so I won't be able to go anywhere or see anyone. So, I'll probably record quite a few episodes. Um, if I even have the time, maybe I'll upload more than one episode a week, but um, I don't- actually, I don't know if I'll even have time for that um, because- recording is easy. Uh, it only takes me about an hour to do. I mean, my last episode that I recorded only took me an hour. Uh, so it's going to be a somewhat short one, but I also don't want to ramble on too much. Um, also the reason why I'm rambling so much right now is because, um, I noticed that the topic that I had for last week's episode I did have a lot written down and I had a lot of things to add 
and it was still a pretty, like, not necessarily, like, short, but, you know, it was a bit shorter than I expected, plus it'll be even shorter after I edit out all of the audio bits that I don't want in there, like, all the awkward silences and weird noises and stuff, um, so it'll be even shorter. Also, I fuck up my speech so much, like, I'll stumble on my words and just make random noises. Um, sometimes you might see that I forget to edit some out. Um, I mean, not always forget. Sometimes I think they're funny and I'll, like, leave them in. But, uh, can't wait to see how much of, uh, last week's episode... That sounds weird still. Let's see how much time it'll take to, uh... Fuck. That's not what I want to say. Holy fuck. I had popcorn chicken earlier, so... I'm... I feel full right now. Oh my god. And I also chugged a whole glass of water because hydration is important, kids. Um... What was I talking about? I have memory problems, okay? Um, I'll definitely talk about that at some point. But, holy fuck do I have memory problems. See, that's, that's what happens when I fuck up my words. Um, but yeah, so, um, the topic that I have today... Uh, I have less stuff written about it, um, so I wanted to talk about some other things before I get into it so that I'm taking up a bit more time. Um, also, right now I really wish that I had someone to record the podcast with me because I find that it's, like, really fun, you know? to have, like, someone else with you where you can just have a conversation, laugh, make jokes, but you know what? That's totally fine because even if I wanted to have someone to do it with me, one, I wouldn't know who it would be, and also, um, I don't have the equipment for that because I'd have to buy another mic, I'd have to buy um, another pair of headphones, uh, then I would probably have to buy, um, like, a laptop and some sort of audio processor thingy, I don't know. There's just a lot more stuff that I would have to buy because my current setup only accommodates me. That it's only for one person, and I also don't want to share a mic with someone, uh, because I feel like that just make life difficult, and there, if I, like, had, like, a stand or something, and, like, uh, you know, we, I put the mic between me and the other person, then it would be awkward, because you have to, to get, like, I don't know, decent audio quality with this mic, your mouth has to be pretty close. 
So me and that person would be pretty close to kissing the entire time. Our noses would probably touch or something. I don't know. It would be really, really fucking weird. So, yeah. My iPad keeps shutting down and I don't like that. Ugh. Anyways, now I think I've rambled on enough to get into today's topic, which is Squishmallow collecting. Like I said in the previous episode, I like sprinkling in some fun topics um, to balance out sad or heavy topics. And this is a happier topic. Um, Although last week's wasn't very sad or anything, um, but I don't want to start this podcast off with a bunch of sad shit and like stories about my sad fucking life. So I'm starting it off with a few lighter episodes. Um, although actually let me check my list real quick. That's not even the right app. Um, okay. Actually, you know what? Next episode is also not heavy. What is the episode after that, though? That's my question. Oh, yeah. No. The episode after, uh, when would that come out? Because I'm hoping to follow a schedule. Okay, so we're at two, three, four, and five. So the episode that would come out on October 29th, uh, that's when it's going to start getting deep. Um, so the first four episodes that I will have released, so the welcome episode, the anxiety and meditation, this Squishmallow one, and then, uh, the week after that, um, that those are all going to be pretty light episodes. Um, they're not too heavy. Uh, Yeah. I just realized that I need to start, like, thinking of more ideas for episodes, which I still have quite a few. I have enough, at least, to last me till the end of the year, for sure. So, I have time, but I'm stressing out over fucking nothing right now. But again, like I mentioned... Uh, in the last episode, I have generalized anxiety disorder and I overthink everything. So, all right, now we are actually going to get into Squishmallow collecting, uh, which if you didn't know and you haven't figured it out, I collect Squishmallows. Um, so we're going to get into that, um, and I'm going to tell y'all how all of that shit started. So, um, I got my first Squishmallow in, I would say, January 2019. Sounds like a good year. Yeah. Um, it would have been my first date to the movies with my now ex-boyfriend. 
uh, which is starting this story off great. Uh, so yeah, we went to the movie theaters. Um, I don't really count it as a date though, because I was there with his mom and his brother as well. Uh, he mostly just didn't want to be alone and he wanted it to be a bit more of like a bonding moment, um, for me and his family and stuff so that I'd be able to get to know them uh, because it would have been my first time seeing his mom for more than five minutes and it was my first time meeting his brother which um, newsflash they all hate me now uh, his mom has hated me for a really long time for no good fucking reason uh, but it's totally okay We'll, we'll get into that eventually. Uh, but yeah, so I got my first Squishmallow there. Um, it was a gray elephant, which I don't know why I had such a hard time remembering it was a gray elephant. I'm literally staring at it right now because I still have it. Uh, but yeah, and then uh, I'd say that same year... Uh, but for Christmas, my mom got me a giant tabby cat Squishmallow. And then um, I didn't have any more Squishmallows for quite a while after that. Um, so we'll skip to November 2020. Yeah. Um, so at that point, uh, I was living with my ex-boyfriend but then uh, something happened that led me to break up with him, which newsflash, uh, we got back together a few days later because I really regretted it. Um, so that's that. Um, I still ended up staying with my mom though. I didn't move back in. But before we got back together, I was really, really sad about the breakup and my friends came over to help me, like, I don't know, they want to cheer me up a bit, so we actually ended up going to the nearest shopper's drug mart to get, uh, some Squishmallows, because my friend said that she saw some there, and she was like, you know, Squishmallows are fun and make people happy, so let's go get some, so we did, uh, I got two Squishmallows, whatever, and then I started getting a little obsessed, but, like, not really, uh, but yeah, so me and my boyfriend at the time, we got back together, and a few months later, I started really obsessing over them, especially around, like, January of 2021, um, and then my boyfriend, uh, he went to his mom's house in a different, he went to his mom's house in a different city, and he started getting me some Squishmallows while he was there. Um, he got me, like, three or four, I believe, while he was up there. Um, I just hit my headphones. So, yeah, he bought me, like, three or four, and then he sent me money to order, uh, two of the two of them online. Uh, I bought them off of Amazon. They were a little pricey for no good fucking reason. Um, and then when he got back 
it was time for Valentine's Day, and I went over to his apartment, and he laid the Squishmallows that he bought for me out on the bed with a, you know, he bought me a succulent and a bunch of candy and all that. It was a super cute moment. I loved it. Um, best Valentine's Day so far. Um, so, yeah, um... After that, just started buying a bunch of Squishmallows, and then I even found out about trading groups and all that. Um, so I guess I'll get into that because I thought I, huh, mm, I think I can wait on that for a little bit. Anyways, uh, I have the question written down, is it only for kids? Um, I kind of forgot that I put that down, but, uh, no. Definitely not. Um, just like anything else, anyone can collect it, honestly. Like, there was, like, Beanie Babies that I know people collected. Um, I know right now a lot of people like Build-A-Bear as well. I wonder if y'all can hear that fly. I don't know. There was a fly that went right by my mic. Um, but, you know, Funko Pops, Pokemon cards, all that stuff are people that, like, they're all things that people deem to be a bit childish or for kids. And adults will always collect those things. Like, you know, people like what they like. And that's it. Also, Kelly toys. Um, like... I'm pretty sure their tags say zero plus on them. Is that what it says? I have a Squishmallow right here. Yeah, it says zero plus. So they even posted on social media that um, anyone can, you know, anyone can buy Squishmallows, which obviously they're not going to say like, oh, Squishmallows are only for kids because there are a lot I mean, and I mean a lot of adults who buy Squishmallows, um, not even for their kids. Uh, they buy it for themselves and they would probably lose a shit ton of money, uh, if, you know, adults who collected didn't buy. Um, yeah, so it's definitely not for kids. Uh, well, it is for kids, but, like, you know, it's for adults, too. Um, also, like, it brings a lot of, like, joy to people. So, like, why the fuck not? Why wouldn't you want that? Um, so, yeah. Back to, not really, like, back to how it started, but back to, like, um, early 2021, uh, after I started, like, buying myself more Squishmallows, I found out about all the Facebook groups that there are for, uh, trades and selling and buying and all that. So, um, I started really getting into that. Um, and, uh, it turned into quite the obsession and it got to the point where I would literally be on there like, I'd be on Facebook for hours and hours just scrolling through, looking for trades, or looking for Squishmallows that I want to buy, new updates on uh, drops and all that, which really sucked because 
the U.S. got all the drops. Uh, Canada never got anything. And then, uh, the people in the U.S. would buy all of those Squishmallows that dropped and then resell them for, like, three times the price minimum. Um, sometimes even more if they were popular. Um, although nice people would just sell it for what they paid plus like shipping and stuff maybe a finder's fee but not all the time i'm gonna have to like refill my water because i just chugged it oh i took a well-needed break what i took a much needed break um so yeah um where was i that's a that's a good question. Where was I? All right. Yeah, spending way too much hours. Wait. Way too many hours on Facebook. Holy fuck. Um so yeah, just always looking for trade sales, all that shit. Um and I was spending way too much money. Like there's a dog barking outside. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but there that dog's annoying right now. I love dogs, but holy fuck. I'm definitely a cat person. I guess I'm gonna take another break until it calms down. Okay, so I think the dog finally calmed down and I just listened back to um the recording. And I think you can definitely hear the dog barking in the background, but I'm also unsure as to whether it was actually in the recording or if the dog was actually still barking, um, and that the sound was just a bit muffled because I am wearing headphones right now. Um, I honestly can't tell if it's still going, but then, like, it got my dog barking too, so... Um, that's all fun. Um, yeah, so. Also, I'm currently setting up trades right now. Um, like, when we, when I take a little break and stuff, I'm, you know, going through all that stuff. Although, I am definitely not as obsessed as I was, like, a few months ago. Um... Because, as I said, I spent way too much money and I am being way more careful with my money now and really putting a limit on how much I can spend uh, because it was really getting out of hand and I needed to control that and I am. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, holy shit, I have to find this thing again. Okay, so, yeah, it definitely, it doesn't help that people overprice Squishmallows all the fucking time, um, which we are going to talk about right now with Prouse, Prouse, oh my god, I said it was bad, but like, this is worse, oh my god, price gougers, um, and giving in to them, so, a price gouger is someone who sells, well, this can happen for anything, but uh, 
I'm talking specifically about squishmallows and stuff, but basically it is when someone buys a squishmallow for, let's say they bought it for retail price, um, and usually, like, for like an 8 inch, at least in Canada, uh, it's usually around 15 to 20 dollars, um, depending on what store you get it from. But let's say they got it for about that amount, but um, it's a popular Squishmallow that a lot of people want, and people are willing to pay top dollar for this shit, okay? And then they price it really high to make extra money off of it. Um, price gougers don't, like, they usually will buy squishmallows that they see that people are interested in uh, because people will usually find out about squishmallow drops uh, before uh, they actually drop. They'll find out which squishmallow is coming out and they'll post all over social media how excited they are and how like they'll see a bunch of people talk about it or also drops don't happen everywhere at the same time. So uh, someone will find a new drop, post it, and then everyone will want it so bad. And then those people, the price gougers, will miraculously end up living, uh, where that drop happened. And then they'll, they'll buy, well, they'll buy some, uh, not gonna say that they buy out the entire stock because there's a difference between price gougers and, um, shelf clearers, but honestly, they kind of go hand in hand because usually, uh, shelf clearers are also price gougers. They will find, my cat is itching itself right now, but usually shelf clearers will go and buy new releases and then they'll price them super high, um, to make extra money or whatever, um, which is extremely frowned upon, but people give in to them. I definitely have. Um, and also, some Squishmallows have different rarities as well, um, so some of them will be priced higher, but if you look in the right places and you find nice people, you might be able to get rare Squishmallows for decent prices. Um, and I am personally against price gouging and stuff, so, um, if I buy a Squishmallow, uh, from someone else, and, you know, it was priced pretty high, then I will sell it for the amount that I paid for. Um, if I bought it from a store for 20 bucks, I will sell it for, like, 20 bucks. I'm not gonna make like, extra profit off of it or anything, um, I don't know. I find people who do that are weird, but again, if you look in the right places, you might find someone who's nice enough to sell it to you. Like, um, there's this, there's specifically, I'll talk about Lala the Lamb, which is a pink Valentine's Day lamb from Shoppers Drug Mart. It's holding a little sparkly heart. 
Um, that one, a lot of people sell it for around $200 Canadian, sometimes even more, um, because it's super popular and everyone wants it. It's also a Canadian exclusive and it's Valentine's Day exclusive as well. So it is pretty exclusive, but you know, people sell it for hundreds of dollars. But uh, the other day, actually, I think it might have been yesterday, yesterday, I found uh, this girl in my local group who was selling it for, she sold it to me for $45 which is still a little pricey for a Squishmallow, especially an 8-inch, but considering that people buy this Squishmallow specifically for $100, $200, um, I definitely got a good deal, and also um, she paid uh, around that amount as well um, for this Squishmallow, so she wasn't upselling and like if she really wanted to and if she was a price gouger she probably would have sold it for two hundred dollars or whatever it is but she is most likely also against that so she only sold it for whatever she paid um because you know price gouging is bad um and shelf clearers. Oh my god. I... That's probably, like, the worst. Um, so, shelf clearer, it's all in the name. Uh, they clear the shelf. Um, they, there's people that will go to a store when they find out that a new release dropped at that store or whatever, and they will buy the entire stock, um, of Squishmallows. Usually, they'll go for, again, the popular ones that people want, so then they can price it even higher and make extra money off of it, um, but they'll leave all the ones that people tend to not go for, like, the ones that aren't super popular, um, and you know, it's just, it really sucks, um, especially when you find out that they're also, you know, like, you also find out that the Squishmallows are there, you're really excited for it, it's a Squishmallow you really want, and then you, like, you speed there, almost, and there's none, because someone showed up a few minutes before you, they were a bit faster than you, where they were a bit closer, and they bought all of it. And I've actually, one of the worst feelings is, well, one of the worst things that I've seen is there were stores that hadn't even put the stock out on the shelf yet, but a bunch of people went and would ask the employees uh, to get them from the back, and then they were sold out before they even hit the floor, so, you know, that also really sucked, um, especially since, uh, the stores in my area, 
don't get new squishmallows often so um when they sell out they're kind of like gone gone um so you know it really sucks but i guess that's life and we kind of have to deal with it it all happened because of the squishmallow hype because like i said um in november of 2020 when i was going through that breakup um me and my friends we casually went to the store and there were quite a few to choose from you know uh we didn't have to race anyone we didn't have to fight anyone um which speaking of fighting um there have been instances where grown-ass adults who are clearing shelves and stuff or just really nasty grown-ass people who really want a squishmallow but there's none left on the shelf uh will literally take it from a kid uh i heard of this one person uh i think it was someone in my group or maybe on a facebook group or something who told this story but a grown-ass adult wanted a squishmallow and there was none left on the shelf but they saw this little kid walking around who had one in their hands walking with their parent and the grown-ass adult deadass just like took it from the kid what kind of a fucking monster takes it from someone like let alone a kid like let the kid be happy um like, if there's something in someone's cart or in someone's hands that you want, it's common decency that you don't go and take it from them. You can wait till they put it back, you know, you can wait and see if they put it back. But if it's in their cart and they don't put it back, then it, it's not yours, you know? Don't take it from their cart, don't take it from their hands. I feel like this shouldn't even be said because people should know that already. You know, that's something you learn, like, when you're a kid to not do that type of stuff. But they deadass took a Squishmallow from a child because they wanted it. Like, that's really fucking selfish. And really fucking rude. Like, what the fuck? But, I digress. Um, and now it comes to greedy people. Oh my god. So, um, right now, people are super, super greedy, especially when it comes to trading. Um, I have seen quite a few people, um, who would put, like, there's kind of, like, this rule. Well, it's not really a rule, you know? You don't have to follow this, but usually if you have a brand new Squishmallow or, like, like, it's a new release, something like that, um, you usually only trade for, like, unpopular Squishmallow or other new released, like, newly released Squishmallows. That's usually how it goes because the older, um, 
like, and rarer, I guess, harder to find Squishmallows, like, people try to trade with, like, equal rarity or whatever. Um, obviously, uh, the trade is good as long as both people in the trade are happy. Uh, so honestly, if someone wants to trade something super rare for something new, go at it. But the thing that pisses me off is when someone finds, like, they have this brand new Squishmallow that just came out and they're only looking for and only accepting super rare offers. Um, like, I don't know who you think you are and I don't know who the fuck you think you have with you, but that, you're not going to get that. Um, I kind of find it ridiculous. Um, but some people do get desperate because there's a lot of greedy people now when it comes to trades that people will dead ass, like, get so desperate for the new releases because they can't find it anywhere since everyone's clearing shelves and all that, that they might trade some rare Squishmallows for these new releases. Um, and I personally wouldn't do that, but also most of the time I don't really like the newer releases. Um, like the only new release that I have found so far that I like is the 16-inch Maurice the Moose. But that's also my favorite Squishmallow at the moment. He just came out in a different size. But I still won't trade my rare Squishmallows for him. I would actually prefer to buy him, which I keep, like, staring at, like, eBay and Depop and Facebook to find one for a really good price. Um, and I keep comparing all the prices and stuff to try and get the best deal because I want to spend the least amount of money possible. Um... Although shipping will probably cost a lot because it is a big Squishmallow. Um, but yeah, so all that shit just kind of pisses me off. Also, I hate when I post uh, a trade post for some of my rare Squishmallows. And like a lot of people will put like, oh, equal rarity offers, you know. Um, I always put my ISO list, which if you don't know, it means in search of. So it is, they're the Squishmallows that you're looking for. Um, so they can have like an idea of what you want. Some people will only look for what is on their list. I personally am not like that because, uh, especially if I'm trading like less popular or less hard to find items, uh, like Squishmallows because, um, my list is, a lot of them are pretty hard to find, so I know it won't be a fair trade for a lot of the Squishmallows that I have for trade. Um, and even, like, uh, for my rarer ones, I will often, like, allow people to make other offers and stuff, but I would hope that people would have, like, a little bit of common sense and know that I'm not gonna want the Halloween squad that just dropped, which even if I did like the Halloween squish, no. Um, but 
I've put some of, like, my rarest Squishmallows up for trade before, and I got a, a bunch of, like, really, really shitty offers, um, and it's real. it's honestly really hard for me to find a good trade, but it's totally fine, um, and... I don't know, I'm also picky on Squishmallows because, um, I don't want to trade just to trade. I only want to get Squishmallows that I actually like, um, which is, like, you know, I don't know, I, I'm picky, uh, so it's, it's a little difficult, but we'll be, we'll be alright. We'll be alright. Um... And, oh my god, the community is so toxic, and there's a lot of scamming, um, like, I'm trying to think of, oh, yeah, uh, a lot of people who are admins in these Facebook groups are, like, fucking power hungry, and they will try to control everyone, and what everyone does and, like, real, like, they will control you, like, a lot, and a lot of Squishmallow groups have gotten, like, fucking political, um, which I don't agree with that, um, I don't believe that you should be kicked out of a Squishmallow group page, or, um, not accepted into a Squishmallow group, just because of your political views. I don't see why that changes anything. Um, obviously, like, if they're harassing people and they're being, I don't know, racist or they're being mean to people, then yeah, like, kick them out. But just because they support someone that you don't support or they have different views doesn't mean that they're gonna go around and harass everyone and be mean because everyone's there for the same reason we're all there to buy sell trade talk about squishmallows all that stuff so a lot of questions to get in to squishmallow groups nowadays is like fill in the blank and then i'll say like black lives matter uh all lives matter and, like, Blue Lives Matter or something, um, and, I don't know, it'll ask a lot of questions that are political, and you won't get in if you don't agree with their political views. Again, don't agree with that, um, and there's a lot of, I don't know, it's, the whole vibe is really off, and, that dog's barking again. Holy fuck. But, yeah, no, there's, it almost feels, like, hostile. Is that how you even say that? Hostile? Hostile? Same shit, different story, alright? Um, and yeah, there's a lot of scamming, so, there are a lot of precautions that you can take to avoid getting scammed, um, and this, 
part in, like, they're really good tips for anyone who is starting out. Um, either they're buying from someone, you know, or they're trading with someone, you know. Um, these are all good ways to protect yourself. And also, if you're selling to someone, um, this is, I'm also going to give y'all some tips on how to kind of reassure them and show them that you're not a scammer. So, the first one, uh, is take a picture of the Squishmallows that you have, like, either for sale, for trade, whatever, and hold up a piece of paper with your full name or, well, doesn't have to be full name, but people prefer that it's your full name or whatever name matches your social media profile. Because, um, again, there's different places where people, um, like, do all this stuff on. I personally prefer Facebook, but it is the most toxic place. But people trade on Depop, on Instagram. I've seen people trade on Reddit, probably Twitter. There's TikTok, all that stuff. So, Again, I personally prefer Facebook. Um, so, I'm mostly going to be talking about trading on Facebook, but basically take a picture that has, you know, your Squishmallows in it. It has a card with your name on it and the date. Um, it's better to have a picture with the card that has the date of um, the day that you're sending that picture, you know, like, um, the current date. So then, you know, if you took that picture last week and, you know, the date is from last week and you send it to them, you may still actually have that Squishmallow still, but, uh, for them, they don't know, you know, uh, cause you could have sold it or traded it um, within that time frame, and you could pretend like you still have it, and then send them something totally different, or not send them anything at all. So, you know, having a card or, like, a little piece of paper with, like, the current date on it is very standard, um, nowadays for Squishmallow trading to kind of prove that it's yours. Um, also take pictures of, like, different angles and stuff, like, uh, so my sister randomly walked in. I expected her to be gone for a few hours because she said she was going to be gone for a few hours, but she ended up coming home way earlier. So, um, I guess we're gonna get right back into it. Um, so, um, another thing that you can do uh, this is mostly, actually, no, it can go for anything. Um, people will often ask for trade proof or, uh, sales proof, uh, which is basically if you sell or trade with someone, um, they, the person receiving whatever you sent to them, uh, they'll, like, tell you, like, I received it, thank you, um, a lot of people will do that, um, not even just for trade proof, but just to, like, say, like, hey, got here safely, everything's cool, um, which 
I, you know, you kind of just, I just took some screenshots of that. People would often send me a picture of the Squishmallow that they got from me and say like, I got it. Thank you so much. Um, and the more you have of that, the better. Uh, but if you're like a beginner and you haven't really sold any Squishmallows to anyone and you haven't really done any trades, then you probably won't have that. Um, you'll get that, uh, after quite a few trades. Plus not everyone will message you and tell you that, you know, they got it. So that's an option, um, if you have that. Um, there's also, um, PayPal goods and services or PayPal back trades. So, um, the safest method of payment if you're buying a Squishmallow um, is PayPal goods and services. Don't do friends and family. Always use goods and services because if you have goods and services, then if you get scammed and you can prove that you were scammed, um, they will refund you your money. Uh, like you can file a dispute and all that, you know, file a claim and then, um, they'll rule in someone's favor uh, although they often side with the buyer, uh, but it really depends on, um, if they actually scammed you and, you know, you have proof and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, but friends and family, there's absolutely no way to get a refund. Um, the only way to get a refund is if the person that you bought from sends you that money back but if they scammed you chances are they're not going to send you your money back so uh only use friends and family um or e-transfer or cash app if it's someone that you trust like a friend or something um but even at that i'd be careful um or someone who has a really good reputation um because there are also buyer beware groups, which is something else that you can do to help you. Um, people will post good and bad experiences with people. So you'll usually be able to see, like, you can search up someone's name uh, in that group and it'll show any post that has, like, their name in it and stuff like that. And if they don't have any bad posts, then that's usually a really good sign. Um, even if they don't have any good posts, like, not a lot of people will post, um, like, appreciation posts or, like, um, good reviews. Uh, but, you know, it's fine if they don't, as long as they don't have any bad ones. If they do have bad ones, uh, then I would recommend backing away. Um, I totally forgot to mention about the, I totally forgot to explain what PayPal back trade is. So a PayPal back trade is when you oh, I think I'm paranoid or something. But a PayPal back trade is when you and the person that you are trading with agree on a certain amount uh to send each other. So let's say you're sending each other like a squishmallow that is worth 
I don't know, 50 bucks, then you send 50 bucks to the person you're trading with and they'll send you $50 back. So, you only pay the, uh, like, you'll only pay, like, there might be a conversion fee if you're, um, doing a trade with someone in a different country. Um, and then other than that, you'll pretty much only pay the goods and services, uh, fee, which is about $3, I think, which the other person will also pay that. So, uh, you'll only lose about $3, but basically, you know, you both have the same amount, so you practically don't do anything, but if they scam you, then you can file a claim just like you would if someone scammed you when you bought something. And then, you know, if you win, PayPal will refund you your money and then they're out um, whatever amount you set uh, at the beginning. Uh, yeah. The only, like, it does, it does still suck though. Because um, then it's more like they bought the Squishmallow from you, which is why it's kind of important to place it at, like, the value of the Squishmallow, because, um, you know, it kind of, it would kind of suck if you were trading super rare Squishmallows and you did a PayPal back trade for $20 and then you get that refund and you only get $20 back but it's a Squishmallow that you paid, I don't know, 100 bucks for, then you lose out on a lot of money. Um, and yeah, you do lose out on shipping costs too. That sucks. Um, and you won't get a Squishmallow, but at least you will get financial compensation. And then, you know, you might be able to buy yourself a new one or buy yourself another Squishmallow or something. I don't know. It's just, it makes a shitty situation a little bit less shitty. Um, and then obviously if you have a bad experience with someone, definitely post them in a buyer's beware group so that other people are aware and like explain the situation and everything that happened post proof. Um, that's very important because uh, people won't believe you if you don't post proof or the other person will go back and attack you and maybe make a bad post about you. Um, and then they won't know who to believe and it could ruin your Squishmallow trading reputation, whatever the fuck. Um, so that's not good. So make sure you explain the situation in the caption and then if you have screenshots, then... I highly suggest that you post those, um, for, you know, to make sure that your story lines up and everyone knows that you weren't lying and to watch out for that person, um, cause it's also really bad if you, uh, like made a buyer's beware post about someone, uh, and it wasn't true, uh, then you'll get bashed for that or something. I don't know. Especially if, like, you're trying to make a bad post about someone who's reputable but you don't have proof, then people really won't believe you because a bunch of people will be in the comments saying, 
oh, like, they're great, like, I had absolutely no issues, and, like, then, you know, it'll confuse people, so that's kind of bad. Um, trying to think of, oh, tracked shipping, always. Uh, it definitely is cheaper to ship without tracking, but, um, especially if you're track, like, if you're doing anything through PayPal, um, it is really, really important to have, um, a, a tracking number, because then it'll say that it was delivered, um, and then, you know, it'll help prove your point that you didn't scam them, uh, because some people will, um, try to scam you, not necessarily by sending you the wrong squish, or, uh, not sending you anything at all, they'll, they can buy a Squishmallow from you, or trade with you and receive the Squishmallow, and they could turn around, go to PayPal, and say, I never received my item, even though they did, and they'll just try to get their money back like that, um, so then they basically get a free Squishmallow, but, um, if you have a tracking number, then, they can't say that because you can put your tracking number into PayPal or show PayPal that tracking number, um, and it'll prove that you sent something that was delivered to their house. So that's definitely a very safe thing to do. It's also very reassuring, uh, for the buyer, um, or even for yourself to have a tracking number. Um, some people might ask you to pay extra for a tracking number if you're buying from them, especially if they usually, um, like, get, uh, if they usually ship without a tracking number, they'll usually ask you to pay a couple dollars extra, but I honestly think it's worth it because then, um, instead of being like, oh no, oh no, like, they might scam me, they might have scammed me, like, the entire time until it gets to your mailbox, um, then you'll be able to check it. Uh, it's a lot easier that way. Um, I've always had tracking on all of them. The only one that I didn't have tracking on, um, was when there was this girl on Depop from Germany who bought a 12-inch Squishmallow from me, and I didn't have a vacuum sealer or anything, so I just shoved it in a box, and so, you know, the box was bigger, so it makes it cost more, and I thought that, um, those flat rate Canada post box could ship anywheres, so I charged her $20 for shipping, um, and the Squishmallow was only $20, and they also took out, um, a PayPal fee and a Depop fee from that amount that I received, so I didn't even receive $40, um, and she did request track shipping, but I got to the post office and they told me that the flat rate shipping boxes were within Canada only, so I had to ship it in a, like, a regular box, uh, cause I didn't have any mailers or anything at that time. 
uh, at least not one that could fit a 12-inch Squishmallow. And uh, I got to the post office and they said that for tracked shipping, it would have been like $80. So that would have been more than twice the amount that I received. Um, and then there were two other options. Uh, it was $60 for untracked shipping on a plane. And then it was like 20 something dollars for um, shipping by boat. But that would have taken up to like six months to ship and I didn't want to do that. Thankfully though, I did have, like I do have a small business account with um, Canada Post so I do get a discount on shipping. Um, so it, it wasn't as bad. Um, I think it ended up being around $40 so I still received less money than what I paid for the shipping. But she ended up being fine with, um, like, the- she ended up being fine with all of that, you know, not having, uh, track shipping, she could understand. And I didn't want to ask her to send me more money because, um, she actually didn't even want to pay that much. Um, the- she didn't want to pay the whole $40, um- she actually originally asked me if I would sell her the Squishmallow for $15 and then she would give me $20 for shipping. Um, so I would have gotten even less, but I told her, I'm like, you know, with the Depop fees and stuff, like they take off quite a bit. She's like, you're right, you're right. Um, so that, that moment sucked, but it's totally fine. It's over now, um, but yeah, um, I, I've been through quite a few phases where I wanted to sell my entire collection and just be done with Squishmallows or at least keep the few that I really like because the toxic community was just a lot and all of the stuff that I mentioned in like this episode was a lot. So, um, I really, really wanted to just not have to deal with that anymore. So I did sell quite a few of my Squishmallows, but for some reason, every time I do that, I end up going and buying more and doing more trades and all that. I can never stick to it. I don't know why. Um, I do really, really like Squishmallows though. Um, and I don't know. I just, I... I never feel like I can uh, get away from it, even though I try. Although, I do leave groups that are super toxic, especially the groups that have admins that are super power hungry, like I've talked about uh, earlier. Um, so, yeah, no. Those people are batshit fucking crazy. Holy fuck, though. But, yeah. Um, I think that's all we have for today's episode. I feel like that was a lot. Also, it took me a really long time to finish recording this episode because I started it at 6.25 p.m. and it is currently 8.23 p.m. Um, I did not record for that long. I've been recording for an hour and 11 minutes. But, um, my sister 
did come back home like I mentioned and I stopped recording for a bit but now my sister is in her room and I decided to finish it now um because I mean it kind of sounds like I'm on the phone with someone I guess I don't know plus I don't actually have to talk that loud I don't know how loud I'm actually speaking um like because I can't really hear myself you know like talking I can't hear the volume of my voice because I have headphones on that's plugged into my mic so I hear what's coming into my mic that's it so I don't know how loud I'm speaking but if I have to be more quiet I can just bring my mic closer to my mouth although that does kind of suck though because then you can hear noises in my mouth more and also it sounds a bit harsher like you can hear the peas more a little bit I don't know I'll I'll fix that at some point but yeah that's all we have for today and uh, have a great day my beautiful bitches and I will see you next Friday bye